And welcome everybody to another episode of the Chop Heads Combat Sports. I got myself, Chris Gucci. I got Casual Dave in the corner. I got Awake Apnea Tommy. And today <laughs> we have along for the ride, Rob, because he is along for the ride on this one. How you doing, Rob? What's it's up, nice guys? to have you, you here. What's I'm up? excited. I'm excited to have him on. That's awesome. We met, I met him on a Saturday night when we decided to yes. indulge in all of Tommy's fireball and you know, extracurriculars. And Tommy decided to indulge in the fireball again on an early on a Monday evening. Tommy, is that? Yeah, I can't wait for break. I'm a little thirsty. Oh, my God. All right, so. It's such a rough day. So, big weekend. I don't know. You guys had something to talk about when it comes to AEW, correct? Yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, Revolution, right? That was the name of the paper. Yep. And then, yeah. obviously, the big main event with the UFC, Colby against Masvidal. And the Big Ten tournament took place this weekend. We have a lot to talk about. With our boy Paz, who didn't necessarily do so well, but, you know, Gable Stevenson also wrestled, and he's got a contract, I believe, with the WWE. Yeah, Rob um, was saying that they, they put a fucking ring in their backyard make <laughs> to make sure. Good, yeah, to make him look good. Keep he, him he ready for when he's ready. Yeah. <laughs> so we got here on Saturday night, and the boys were hammered. So how, I mean, the you watch say hammered, part, I say tired. You got, Well, I guess, but. I was exhausted. It was a long day. I had, you know, family no, parties and shit. You know who was exhausted? Dude. Fucking Masvidal was exhausted. Yeah, yeah, he was. He brought his beer belly and his BBL to the fucking octagon because Masvidal just didn't look right. And Colby had a gas tank that went for days, which obviously we'll get to that. But I don't know what else we got going on as far as the weekend. Well, I, I would love to first uh, welcome our new sponsors. Um, <sighs> it's, it's, all right. it's all good. Welcome our new sponsors, uh, Dudes Grab Gourmet. Smoke weed before the show. And the Feel Good Factory. Uh, these guys are great. Uh, I met them at the last Wrestle Pro show. They were in the back giving out samples. Uh, the dudes gourmet are like if you guys are into like steaks and chicken and like it's it's all seasonings and stuff. Um, they specifically do this because you know the wrestling life is uh, is one that you're always on the road and you don't really have time to cook. So if you do bring all this plain Jane chicken with you, you get to like sprinkle their seasonings on it. It's amazing. So stuff. the dudes gourmet and the feel good factory is just a badass names to begin with. So yeah. we're we're sponsored by both of them mm -hmm. and. The Feel Good Factory sounds like a place I want to go to, but what is it now? It's CBD. Well, the CBD oils and, and, and the rubs and everything that you would do with, the, with CBD the feel products. Good. The Feel, the feel good, good, yeah. The Feel Good Factory sounds like a place you used to go to before that dog collar got tightened around the old neck there. <laughs> what are you talking about? Wow. Tommy I don't know what he's into. Look, he almost got kicked out of Chop Sports already this he morning. He did. He did. Because you were he close. has to go in the most dark direction possible. I mean, look, if we didn't get canceled last week, I think we're all right. <laughs> Honestly, I think we're um, fine. Yeah, but we are still waiting to hear back from Fight TV. And yes, sure. Fight TV is, is contingent, and they were pumped to, to know that we had a couple sponsors lined up and stuff. So um, waiting on Josh Chernoff, uh, the programming director of Fight TV, to get back to us. Uh, he was talking to his boss about our show. And once that happens, this will be a visual show on Fight TV. So it'll be able to be seen, and you know we'll kind of interact. We're going to have the desk in here. It's going to be great. So um, we're pumped about that. Big things coming for you guys, though. Hey, listen, you know man. I mean? we, we're trying. Congratulations. We're, we're not just sitting here with thumbs up our asses lately so uh things are happening hopefully well at least not you know we, we might do that for fun around here i mean that's around the lunchtime but, area but uh but yeah, anyway no. yes no, so we're doing we, all right we'll, we'll get back into it it's a it's definitely been a big week for chop sports it's been a big week for chop heads combat sports which i've almost fucked up 13 times already this episode but chop heads combat sports uh, but I guess we're just going to get into what's new in MMA right now. So they, they made it official. We all kind of knew it was official. But UFC 273, I guess it's April 9th, you said, Tommy? Yep. Kamzat Chemaev against Gilbert Eldorino. Is that, a, is that his name? Yeah. Eldorino Burns. And it's a fight that, honestly, I guess it's the right fight to make. 
I just don't know. Burns is very undersized in this one. He's he's looking like more of a, a lightweight by the day, and Kamzat is more like a middleweight. I just don't know who hasn't been hit in the UFC yet. Who Kamzat? Yeah, yeah. All of his fights, he hasn't been hit yet. I don't expect Fun. him to really get hit in this one much. Uh, well, <laughs> hopefully, I'm not talking shit about a potential future guest. I right mean, here, that's on scoop. We got to talk to. I scoop already put the word out, but we're supposedly we, we might we might be getting a little bit Gilbert Burns action on the Chop Heads Combat Sports. We might even have Chop some Daily. Colby uh, Colby Covington action. Too, so yeah, so. we have some hopefuls lined up, but you know, we'll, until I see these, I don't things. have enough testosterone left in me to keep wasting hard on. So stop name dropping. The big I name have to name drop. Here. He's a friend of mine. Why? It's not a. It's not a name drop anymore. It'd be a name drop if it, like like you what you do when you text me every like, time you do MLW yo, like, coverage. Yo, you're like, by know, the way, I know Frankie. <laughs> I met this guy. Like, I don't know Frankie Edgar, but I have a cousin who once trained with his brother. Who? Well, not his brother. It's his brother-in-law who married Frankie's cousin, who was also a guy that once trained with Frankie Edgar, and that's how everybody knows Frankie. It's not like that. Is what we're saying. Yeah. No. This right? is a little, it's not seven degrees of separation. No. But no, Scoop no, no. is saying that he has a guy that works for American Top Team down in Miami or wherever they're at, Coconut, where, where Coconut, they? Coconut Creek. Creek. And, you know, I've been hearing about this for three months now when Scoop is actually doing whatever the fuck he was doing for this show when he was doing it. I guess Taking abuse. I scared Scoop off because, you know. He I wants did, to come in because he wants to talk searching. wrestling. I did some soul searching when, when that, I used to listen back and edit those podcasts in depth. And man, like I had to used to take ten minutes out at a time because I was just ripping into Scoop. We had just really <laughs> met. It was like I'd known Scoop a long time, but like at, from a distance, we just are from the same town. Scoop got on the podcast and he did not expect it, so I, I think I kind of curbs his enthusiasm a little bit. But if you listen to Scoop <laughs> on the cross court cast, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you listen point. to Scoop on the cross court cast, he actually has a personality, which I didn't know. Yeah, if you want to give him a chance to breathe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I'm you. You do well with it. You know, I'm pretty hard on. I'm you. used to it. Yeah, we, we shared the football. What field is going together. on with your fucking hairdo, by the way? You like it? What are we thinking? Uh, I don't know. We're going. He's trying. He's I don't going know what he's, all out. He wants I don't know to work what for WrestlePro so bad, bro. It's just <laughs> bleeding through his, his pores right now. Listen, that haircut listen. is nothing says heel. Nothing says Mike. Hair. That's not in your face anymore. <laughs> nothing says heel. <laughs> As your like mic goes back limp. Hair. Yo, it's not my fault. This thing keeps fucking twisting and turning. Well, how about don't move it? How about that? Right, I didn't um, touch it. Anyway, you guys are fucking cute. Who, so, hold on. <laughs> who do you think? Do you think nobody wants to fight Khabib's boy? I don't know how to say his it's name. It's not even Khabib's boy, but yeah, basically, if you're like Chechenian or um, he's a monster, he Chech Chechenian, right? Yeah, he's Chechenian. If you're Chechenian or Dagestani, nobody really wants to fight you because there's a couple reasons. Now they're starting to turn the corner on the whole marketability thing, and I I think Khabib had a lot to do with that. Where that's true. That acceptable, you know, like that accent is acceptable. Mm -hmm. It's marketable with the whole smash, you know, moniker that they're going smash. with. Smash. A smish. But I think when it comes to opponents, it's like, this is a real dangerous fight. Stylistically, I don't match up well. So even if I beat this guy, it's going to be a boring fight. And he's not really, at this point, they're more known. But when they're coming up, they're not well known enough for me to risk it all against this guy that's ranked 11th or 12th when I could go fight an easier fight at 5 or 6. So there's no one in the top 10 that wants to fight these guys on their path to the top. But once they get to the top, everyone will want to fight them. There's no question about that. It's just I mean, when the risk isn't worth the reward. Comzat pulled away from everybody, though, early on because he did like 
what do you have, like four fights in a matter of like 16 days or something like that? Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? He, but, he pulled away from the let's, pack Let's early. be realistic about the whole Kamzat four fights in 16 days thing. Like I would, I would fight those guys and probably win. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. Now he's an MMA fighter. Now he's an But you get what you get what I'm saying. Like, and I'm not taking it. I shouldn't say that because, but you did. These guys are MMA fighters, and they would clearly wipe the floor with me in a in a real environment, like in a MMA fight. No doubt about it. Hold on. So you're saying if it wasn't an MMA fight or street fight, you'd have a shot? Is that probably a better shot? Because I might have to. No, but you get what I'm saying. What he did was special because. Anytime he wants a fight, Uncle Dana's yeah, not going to say but no. But what he just did was special, did. but it's also part of me is like, they, there's a lot of guys in the UFC that would do that. And you're you're taking a guy and you're building him. You're sticking the rocket up his ass and building him in that way where you can't tell me across the entire roster that there wasn't a bunch of guys in that position when they have maybe one or two fights in the UFC that wouldn't have done four fights in 10 days. They might not have been as good as he was, though. Pretend, I mean, clearly he he's on the path to Usman. I don't think there's any question about that, which is why he's getting this Gilbert Burns matchup. I think it's a very winnable fight You think fight right after him. that it's, it's Usman? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It, it wow. should almost be Usman now. Um, the only case you can make outside of Kamzat, and it's a real good case, and it's, it's the guy I would pick, it would be Leon Edwards. 100%. He's been on a tear. He's had a rough go of it in terms of guys pulling out, no decisions, no contests with the Bilal Muhammad thing. And he's been on a tear. The last fight that he lost was, does anybody know? I know you probably know. Last fight who lost? Uzma. The last fight that Leon Edwards Uzma. lost. I, I know you fucking know. Oh, That's he why literally I said, I said know that, you know. You asshole. Well, nobody you else answered. Everything, you didn't even bro. get a chance to finish the sentence. <laughs> Ruins everything. So anyway, Fuck, yeah. Man. Leon Edwards' last loss was to Kamaru Usman. There's a storyline built in right there. Um, albeit, it was a very boring fight. So it doesn't necessarily sell based on Was that, that. when he was stomping on his foot? No, that was Usman uh, Masvidal one, but oh. I'm sure Usman has utilized the foot stomp plenty in his early uh, crotch sniffing days. But now he has <laughs> evolved, and he is now the clear cut to me, pound for pound, best fighter in the world. But we're not here to talk that, right? No, we'll talk about what everybody else thinks to be the at one point clear cut pound for pound best fighter in the world in Khabib Nurmagomedov. Did you hear by any chance? And he's a Hall of Famer. That too. But did you hear Joe Rogan's attempt? At, at at saying his name, well, it's pronounced Habib. No, 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 no. The no, last name. His cousin's fight. Yeah. On Saturday. Did you guys listen to that? Talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to find the clip because you're going to okay. die. Keep so going. while we do that, I have a good thing to talk passively because I didn't put this in the notes, but I think this is a good conversation that we should definitely be having now because we we don't we we talked about it last week, I believe, and I know we definitely talked about it on the Daily Show, but the Cain Velasquez situation. Mm. All right. I know that this is something that maybe people are like, oh, let's shy away from this. But at the end of the day, the entire MMA community is getting behind Kane on this one. And shout out to Derek Brunson because Derek Brunson donated in two and a half days' time $10,000 to Kane Velasquez's wife. And now, whether Kane was right and which side of the fence you fall on this, I know I'm not a father, but I have uh, nieces and nephews that I consider to be like my kids. And that if something happened in the, in the way that something allegedly happened in this case, which there was an arrest made, so Kane is definitely validated in, yeah, in that. Yeah, can I give you my disconnect on this? Yeah. I think it Shooting was great. into a moving car, ramming a I, car. Yeah, I think it was great what he people. did because every father should do that. He shot the wrong guy. Yeah, but 
But, that's why and, and he's in the problem. And, and, and the reason why the guy. reason why I'm going to give the pass on this, and I've spoken maybe to you about this, Rob, where it's like, um, you know, there I I believe that there was negligence on the guy that was also shot and the woman who she was married to because the daycare was run at this woman's house and it was the son who was a full grown ass adult that did it. And I think that there was negligence there and maybe some knowledge of what might be happening or having this person in the situation where you shouldn't have this person around kids and you should definitely not be running a daycare. So at that point, you know, I see red and I understand where Kane's coming from. And the reason why I kind of believe and give Kane the benefit of the doubt on that aspect of things is because I believe that the MMA community has way more knowledge of this situation than the general public does. And even that of the MMA media, whereas, you know, there's people that have trained with Kane that are definitely close family friends with the Velasquez family and they work within the media and they're going to give tidbits out. And if some of these guys who I think are high character guys in a Derek Brunson are coming out, I think it's with more knowledge. You know, he's not just blindly following a guy because there, that could be ramifications that are negative on his career. If it in fact means that he like is going out. Yeah, and just I shooting mean, he could have just missed, which I mean, look, it's shitty, right? Because you take away the legality part of it and, and you, like you said, you're not a father, but you get it. Okay, like let's say it was your sister. You know what I'm saying? Same. You, yeah. It's like so. It's it's a shit situation. On, in their eyes, the innocent bystander got shot. It'd be the same thing if a cop shoots a, a bystander in a shootout. Like, oh, it's, yeah, it's of the course, same of thing. course. It's, I'm, it's murky, bro, bro. Like, you do not have to sit here and explain the logistics and into why he's going to go to jail. I 100 percent understand he's going to go to jail, and I don't even believe that you should free Kane Velasquez. Well, he was. He I was think also, that it's an unfortunate situation. Again he needs to. He needs to go to jail because he shot somebody. But he would. Do you know he was denied bail again today? Yeah. Denied bail? Yeah. Just yeah. Not like Unbelievable. And it was because it's because like you can't justifiably say that he's not going to go out there and try and go after these Listen, people again. What I would say. <laughs> because he was fucking ramming them off the road and shit. Like, that's what a threat. I, what I would say is like a father of three, and I'm about to have another son, is, and everyone's first thing is, oh, why do you have to shoot him? Why do you have to shoot him? If that was my kid, it wouldn't matter who was in the car. If you're with somebody, like you said, it was like over 100 times they're saying this happened. I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah the details saw, are murky, his, but I, heard, I can't. Even, I can't even touch the subject. You saw. Just, you saw his mugshot. I, I want to kill everybody. Too about <laughs> it. You know, it's just. By the way, I found the clip. Let's see if you guys can. Yeah, hear Kane's mugshot is pretty telling. Yeah, so it looks care. very, very concerned. So this is this is Joe Rogan trying to pronounce. Um, Umar, Umar's last name. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Joe Rogan was high as a mother. Oh man, I hope he didn't. Dude, he basically said he's like, "Nigga, my ah, the hell with it." I just walked off the face of the earth. Oh my god, Rogan's looking pretty haggard. Yeah, bro, Joe Rogan is not doing. I mean, like, look, I'm not here to bash Joe Rogan. I'm not either. But it looks like that all the shit's starting to tell on him because. His face is getting grayer, and he just doesn't look like he gives a fuck. Tommy, you look great, I might add. So you, you should talk, bro. Thank fuck, you. You're caping up for what Joe Rogan. Stud. What a stud. <laughs> no, nah, Joe Rogan, he did look a little... Uh, a little. He looks like he hasn't seen the light of day. No, it looks like Joe Rogan's been having a tough couple months, and I'm sure he has. So I don't blame him. You know, you got... Yeah, he's, seriously. He's a human being after all. But didn't Khabib get elected into the Hall of Fame? Did he get his name right? He didn't was say that, anything. Was, was that this I, week? But he said Khabib's name for how many years? He knows yeah, but that's, that's, that's why it was confusing Khabib. to me. I was like, no, he this is just say some Khabib. kind of joke. 
How many times is the announcers are saying uh, num- whatever the hell? Yeah, but, <laughs> but not, not even going to try. Joe Rogan is like one of the most well-spoken people on in America. He yeah. could definitely pronounce his I'm name. I'm sure he, he could. He was yeah. just high. You know? I guarantee yeah, he, was, he was high as a motherfucker. I mean, I wanted to say this too. Dean Thomas hammered. Are you kidding me? Are they going to like? I thought Cormier was the lesson for the UFC to not let these guys get piss wasted before oh, they, they get on <laughs> get on the broadcast. Now I'm not here to talk shit because you know I just outed myself earlier. I smoked a little bit of weed earlier, but let's be real here. You can't get trashed. Tommy did take fireball shots. So, so. Piece of shit. He said uh, today during uh, the eleven o'clock podcast, he put in there he was going to drink the rest of it before. <laughs> yeah. And he, he, did you finish it? <laughs> Almost. Um. So I mean I guess it's it's official that Dean Thomas is now the Harold Letterman <laughs> of the UFC. I guess that's that's fully official now. Yeah, I guess. Which is unfortunate because we did not need a Harold Letterman of the UFC. <laughs> no, and, and I love Dean Thomas. He's great on uh looking for a fight. But it just doesn't work for it's, me. Yeah, it's not the right fit. They could have had what's who's the other anybody. How about this? Anybody that does commentating. Not like it's hard because he's a coach for ATT, right? And You'll have ATT fighters in there. He's not going to talk against them when they're in there. So it's almost like a bias. Right. Yeah. So speaking feel. of ATT, let's get to the the real deal here. What we what we came to talk about, at least what I came to talk well, about. Well, actually, I and not to disrespect, I think there was already a little disrespect thrown and shade thrown at the RDA fight. Like that's, I know you don't want to dive too much no, into no, it. No, but, but isn't RDA? Oh, no, he's not. Never mind. What? No, I was going to say... Never mind. I, I'm saying the Colby fight won fight of the night, and I think RDA's fight should have won fight of the night. That that thing that kid came in on four days' notice and Don't almost about kicked the, the uh, shit out of him. Uh, the, the, what's his name? Uh, well, Cowboy no, Oliveira that, and uh, Bryce Mitchell. No, that's no. Not his name. Uh, Kevin Holland. That was a good fight too. Yeah. Why would they give them fight of the night? I don't know. It wasn't even close. It was a good fight. I it was, was a better was fight than I was highly entertained. The only thing that made it fight of the night was that lucky Hail Mary prayer that Masvidal landed. But I guess you could make the same case for the other fight because Morsano got the floor mopped with him. You know, he got his ass dragged around the octagon. He got performance the of the night should have went to Bryce Mitchell if it didn't. I hope it did, that but he's down, he's donating all his shit to a children's hospital. I don't know who the bonuses went to, but I saw I saw about an hour of fighting with the two co-main in the main event, and they were both highly entertaining fights. If there was any fights better than those, then then hats off to that card. It must have been a really good card yeah. entirely. But those two fights were really good. Shout out to Moisano or Moicano, however you pronounce his name, for showing up on short notice and saying, I don't really want anybody next. I just want money. So he went and he got his money. Uh, I hope the UFC took care of him because he got his ass beat really bad. And he made RDA pay at the end, which was exciting because we got to see – his nose break right in front of us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And swelled up. Quick. It was like, he's it like sucks, by, his nose sucks, is by his ear. But people don't realize like that. What, what goes into a fight? Like he coasted that whole fight, bro. He coasted. He had him finished like almost two times. One time, I thought they should have definitely stopped the fight. Moisano was mad at the doctor for them not stopping oh, yeah. it in between Sleeping. rounds. <laughs> there was so much going on in between rounds where you know his corner was like pressing on his cuts, and he was like, "Dude, I don't even want to fight anymore." But then when you see him continue the way he did, clearly we had it all wrong because that dude's built different. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. uh, now yeah, that's off to him. Man. Dos Anjos yeah. will probably have to deal with a medical suspension. He won't be able to train for a little bit. It'll set his career back at his age. He could have came out unscathed, and you you could make the case even with the loss against uh, Darius, he might have been. More unscathed in that fight because it would have just been a wrestling. Match. Yeah, Moicano's a really good journeyman, really good journeyman. He has been for a while. He's one of those guys that 
Like, you go in there. He's got an okay record, but he's never really gotten to the top. But you're going to be in for a fucking dogfight. Yeah, when people say journeyman... Um, I, I feel like that has a stigma attached to the word journeyman as if that's something No bad. success. Yeah. That's the, that's it's Donald not. Cerrone was a journeyman. It's not. It's, it's, it's really that's, not. But I don't, I don't even look at Donald Cerrone as a journeyman. I just think he's a fucking legend. Like, he's not. Yeah, but he, you know? is, he is. When when somebody is trying to disparage Donald Cerrone at the top, they'll say he's a journeyman. You understand? But a Having a if you're a journeyman, that means that you lasted for a really long time in the yeah. Sport. So in the fight game, fine. But if you're like if you're Ryan Fitzpatrick of the Washington football team, you know, and you're a journeyman, it, 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 that's the bad stigma. You're yeah, like, but all even, right, I've been around still, forever and, and did nothing. Still, and I make this journeyman point, and fighting. There is I a make bit this of point all the time. Could you imagine being the top thirty quarterback in the world and being like, oh, he sucks. He's a journeyman. Like yo, if you're top thirty in the world, you're fucking good. With with yeah, MMA, it's the same thing with MMA. It, it, it is, but. Being the top 30 fighter in the world, you're not considered really a great fighter, but that's fucking, that's top of the heap. Listen, you know? man, out of 500-plus fighters on the UFC roster, if I'm top 30, I'm good. I guess it all comes down to money, right? Yep, like, that's it. Just, that's it. The longer you've been there, it doesn't matter where you are as long as you're making the money. But the longer you, know? you last in the UFC, you have escalators and things like that where oh. the UFC kind of has their guys that they've just kept in the pipeline for, for as long as they have. Sam Alvey. He's on like a 30-fight losing streak. But he fights for the bare minimum and still has a job, and nobody can figure out why he still has a job. Because he fights for the bare minimum. Thank you. And he he smiles his way through it because he's literally man. smiling Sam Alvey. He's kind of annoying to watch fight. I want I actually want to punch him in the face. But <laughs> he's had so much success against guys he shouldn't have. Um, did he also fight? Was he? <laughs> I feel like Sam Alvey was one of the guys on Kamzat's four, uh, four fights in eight days or something like that. No. But he would have been the best one on there. Probably. Gerald Mears chart was on there. Yeah, Mears chart. Right? Yeah. So you know, I got what you're saying. You get what I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but like, yeah, to be a journeyman in MMA, it's he's not had really harder. A bad he, thing. He's fought four guys in his in practice that were tougher than <laughs> the guys that he fought in four in eight days in the UFC. But anyway, to Colby, to Colby. So. It went exactly how I said it was going to uh, go. Yeah, exactly how sense. I said it was going to. In fact, it went a little bit different in the sense that I, Colby was willing to stand with him, but it wasn't until later in the fight. I was getting was nervous willing, him standing. He was up willing like to that. stand with him, and part of it was I think that once Colby got rocked by that shot, he couldn't really. He was now tired too, and it's something like he has all the cardio in the world, and your your muscle memory will carry you through. He wrestled his whole life, so. You hit that gear where it's just like you're just going through the motions. But after Colby got rocked the way he did, he was fucking gassed too. There was no question about it. Well, that was in the what? The fourth round when late, he got yeah, rocked? Yeah, fourth round. Real late. But, you know, this fight came down to Colby's willingness to actually stand there and mix it up a little bit and prove that you're going to have to worry about the striking and it's not just going to be the takedown here and the cardio. I think that they could fight a hundred times and you might see a couple more of those Hail Mary shots land by Masvidal. But two things. One, Masvidal has never had the KO power that everybody was thinking he did because he knocked out Ben Askren. You land that knee on anybody, they're going to go down. But who was Masvidal starch with his right hand? I'll wait. You know, cricket, he hasn't. cricket, cricket. He hasn't, right? So Masvidal, plus you see in Colby's career, he has gone through some battles. And I know that he doesn't have the most exciting style, even though I was very you know, pleased with the way he fought on Saturday night. Um, Colby's taken some abuse. He Usman broke his jaw, and he didn't quit 
You know, the ref had to stop the fight, but he didn't quit. And even in the second Usman fight, he got decked with a few good shots, and he st he stayed in there. And I thought there was a case to be made that he might have won that fight, even though he didn't. You know, it was very close. Um, the, I guess the question is, what did you guys think? Because I just didn't stop talking for about fifteen minutes. No, I I loved it. I I love. Well, of seeing, course you did. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> saying in in general. Yeah, well, I have my own reasons of why I loved it, but. I was getting nervous. I tell you right now, I was getting nervous towards the back end of that fight. And every time that Colby, I almost say that he let him up. You know what I mean? Like he got off him, he let him up, and they stood toe to toe. And I'm just like, this is not where I want to be right now if I'm Colby Covington. But he held his own and took a couple shots. And, um, you know, when it mattered, he took him right back down. And some of those rounds were just clear, like clear, like 10 eights, you know, basically off just like chilling there, you know? Um, did they give him any 10-8 rounds? I don't think so. But th in my mind, it's like... Well, actually, you, no. I think he might have got at least one or two. Because he, he definitely to. won... It was He won the set. Jorge won the second round. Because it was 1-1, one, one, I remember. And I'm like, all right, well, now it's 2-1. Now it's 3-1 Yeah, but like in terms of the forward. way the judges will go, they'll go 10-8. I didn't look it's at the scorecard. I don't know that there was any 10-8 rounds. I'm I don't just saying for like riding time, I guess, in, in, in a sense. <laughs> yeah. He just yeah. sat Long's there. So no, special. no, no! But I'm saying, like, yeah, he's he's, he's on him. There was nothing. There was Wait, nothing. Every, yeah, time but no. him, every time he hit him at the two minute mark, you were like, "All right, well, that's I guess." That's so, the end of the round. so I'll equate riding time to like jabbing the shit out of somebody in boxing. To get a ten eight round in boxing, you have to drop somebody. You know, Correct. so in the UFC, it should be very similar, where it's like you almost choked him out. The round ends. You you were in dominant position. There was for a lot of times that Colby. There was a lot of times that Colby got was inches away from mm -hmm. grabbing the rear naked choke a couple times. No. no, 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 and you know what? What That's fight were you watching? Was, the the whole there was never like there was he like never had there was never a threat for defense was blocking for them. the actual choke. Yeah, but he, what he was doing was he was just grinding Masvidal out because it's very what he was doing is he wasn't going to choke him, carry his never going to finish him. But you turn him sideways and bend his his rib cage, and the way he was just constantly laying on him, Masvidal was sitting down right, and he was just think about that. Think about sitting down and having crushing your lungs like a can crush you forward. It wasn't to choke him out, but he, you know, you saw what it did. Masvidal couldn't stand up after each round. I think Jorge just thought maybe that Colby would come in there with a little, uh, like, set of balls, you know, and, like, try to stand with him, and wasn't going to do that. Well, I mean, you know he stood I mean? with him. He no, punched but him I thought in he the did. cage. I, I, really, think, I think that what, I think what Masvidal was expecting was Colby to maybe be a little afraid afraid to stand with him and he wasn't afraid and i think that was what was alarming like he didn't go right for the takedown um i'll tell you what masvidal did have early success with that he abandoned right away which i was surprised with was the leg kick he yeah. the bro you could see it a couple well. times that colby yeah. colby's leg was destroyed one shot and he actually turned he switched stands for a second and that was early in the fight i was surprised to see less of that as the fight went forward and to me all that meant was that was part of the game plan, most likely, but he just didn't have any endurance to do it. Yeah, no, you're right. And, you know, when you're talking about the rear naked choke, when you look at a lot of other fighters that they'll get in that position, Colby knew his grappling prowess was just so good. He knew he didn't have it. So he wasn't cranking it like crazy. There's no, so many guys you would have guessed yourself you see, out. They'll crank it, crank it, crank it. They just blew their arms out, and that's usually when you see them lose the fight. What he did was he'd either let him get up, because you expend more energy getting up than getting your ass put back down. Or he would just put him on his back. Throw some elbows. Throw some punches. He fought the perfect fight. It wasn't boring like most people said it would be. Like just, just not, like, you know, crotch riding. Like, no, uh, it like definitely a, was not. It, no. Like I, you know, 
He oh, did a like little said, bit. Of the, he did a little bit of it, but he yeah, beat him. Yeah, yeah. But let's be real. Let's be real. When they were standing, was Masvidal really getting the better of him boxing? No. He wasn't. So it's like he beat him pretty much in all phases of the game. The second round, Masvidal kind of if, – if you got to – look, if you have an in-shape Masvidal, you might have saw a little more of a back and forth. And I do think that skill set-wise, um, you know, Masvidal has what it takes, but he'll never get there in the cardio. He'll never get there. You might see it early, but Colby's too smart early in the fight, and he was taking risks later, but Masvidal was gassed, so he was willing to. Um, I just don't see the fight going any other way. And honestly, I always ask this question after fights. We know what's what Colby wants next, so we'll talk about that in a second, but what's next for Masvidal now? Nate Diaz. But really, like, is the, you, know. got, you got to get the again. <laughs> does Nate? Does any? Does anybody really want to see that? No. First, I don't. Yeah. Does anybody like? I, look, you know, guys, you guys. But Masvidal just signed a new contract, so something's Give definitely Leon next. Edwards. That's, yeah, but, that's something's but definitely next. If you're Leon Edwards, you're fighting Masvidal now. The fuck are you nuts? I'm not. I'm get not paid downgrading. More and I think it'll be an easy payday for him. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm also not going to give myself to Masvidal now and be like, you know what? You wanted to fucking build your name off of me. And knock and, and hit me behind the you know behind the scenes and then that got Jorge Masvidal kind of famous you know he had the three piece in the soda then the aspirin thing or was that the same night no the three piece in the soda and then aspirin mm-hmm. was it the same night no so Masvidal did fight that night though right uh, no I think he was just doing an interview Leon Edwards I think fought that night either way nonetheless I don't think that Leon Edwards right now because of the beef. I don't think he wants to go settle it that way. He needs to be the B-side for him to go chase Masvidal because when Masvidal was on top, Leon Edwards was kind of chasing, trying to get that fight, and Masvidal was like, why am I going to fight you now? You know, I'm above where you're at. And now that's, those tables have turned drastically as far as I see it. Masvidal's the money fight, though. I guess that's the one case you could make. Is but, he a money fight at this point? But if I'm Leon Edwards, is, I'm not fighting anybody but Usman or Kamzat. Point blank. That's the two that I'd fight. One or two in the world. I don't know. He looks so underwhelming, though, but he, the fans were all about him, though. So was so the UFC. Like, that's why I mean. So the commentators, just, the whole thing. They were uh, riding his jockstrap the entire time. Maybe he drop back time. down to 155. That's smart, too. I mean, he's got a lot of work to do if he's going to yeah. cut that weight. And honestly, what's going to what's gonna happen at 155? He's going to fight that, that Russian guy. <laughs> he's gonna choke he's got out. a lot of work to do anyway. He looks you know, sloppy. Do you think, you I think, bet you Connor would fight him. Connor would fight you right now for two million dollars. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I bet you Connor would fight. That would be a big fight. I think Connor would <laughs> actually wrong. win. Maybe that's what they need to get Connor back in the win column because shoulder strikes against you know Donald Cerrone schnoz aren't oh, really going to cut that's, it. That's like a fight that I just don't want to see either. I, I get it. Maybe yeah. Are you going to pay for that as your main event? Yeah, like they would oh, sell right. the shit out of that. And yes, they, they would, would because they would, they would be honestly, great. I wouldn't have paid for Donald Cerrone cow. Uh, I guess uh, Conor McGregor. I mean, I didn't pay for it. (laughs) I mean, the only fight I really want to see Conor fight right now is is Khabib's boy. Why you want to see that? Yeah, because like just well, apparently Khabib would come out of retirement if he he beats him. him. Yeah, oh, they would love that. He's like, I, I, he's like, if you beat him, I'll come out and we'll finish that. So that's, that's so yeah, that's the fight I want. (laughs) So that's 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 on record. That's that's from Khabib himself. Does he fight Poirier again though? So we all know that Dana White is like that. That fight's happening then. So as soon as Connor comes back, they're going to hope that it's Islam's belt. Connor, they said Connor will be back in the summertime. 
Why don't we so, do another? Why don't we do another party, July area around there? We could just all sweat our asses off and oh watch Conor McGregor fight actually, again. I actually, can you believe be that's same, a year ago? Can already? it not be at the same place? I actually, I, don't feel like I actually got, I actually got heat again. stroke that night, literally. Yes, you did. I did. I was outside. I was at uh, what the hell's the name McDonald's. of the place? McDonald's, right across the street. Yep. Yeah, nice. Across the street from your. Really uh, nice. Well, I almost said your place as if you worked at Old Glory. Wrong spot. Yeah. No. <laughs> so. Um. So anyway. Um, so oh, what's next for Colby? What's next for Colby? Is that he dished out a little uh, uh, Alabama swamp trash Louisiana action? Swamp trash yeah. oh, Louisiana swamp trash. Well, I don't know why I said Alabama. They're all trash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it could be in response to Poirier's, you know, uh, if we fight, you know, it has to be in a cage because if not, you know, I'll, I'll murder him if it was in the street. Like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. The all shots have already been put across the bow. And so now all of a sudden, according to Bet, uh, Bet AG or Bet Online AG or Dot AG or whatever the fucking website that is, Colby's opening up as a minus 600 favorite. It's ridiculous. Which is, to me, and as a fan. <laughs> I'm gonna, check, I'm gonna check the comms out. I'm not. I'm not on. Fa- I'm not on par with those odds, bro. Like that's you're giving me a shot to w- go like plus four sixty to 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 go bet for Dustin Poirier. I mean that's that's some heavy stakes right there, man. Like you got to bet six hundred dollars to win one hundred dollars if you want Colby to win. That I don't know, man. That just doesn't seem. You're also right. talking about odds coming out with a. Fight not even signed. Yeah, I understand that, but still, yeah. they they, they got to do it. They're all hypotheticals at this point. So I'm trying to find the odds for the Kamzat Burns fight. Like as of right now, that was not into the mic. That's okay. But wait, as of right now though, wait. I can look at um, what you call? Let me see. I can look up the old. Now that my bankroll's nice and fat, thanks, Kyle. Um, FanDuel Sportsbook. Let's see. Long back in. Blah blah blah. Tommy knows how to fill in filler, by the way. So it's me literally giving a play-by-play. It's, it's play. You're awful. You're, you're, you're just no, awful. No, that wasn't funny to nobody, all right? It Maybe to me. you, and you're not even laughing, so I think you're lying. But, <laughs> shit. Um, yeah, there's not going to be odds on BetMGM, so I guess we'll have to figure that out. It is kind of weird, because I haven't seen odds for it yet either when they announce the fight. Usually it's on Instagram when they announce the fight, and I haven't seen it. I got fights all the way up to June. So uh, here's the Gaethje fight. What 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 is it? Burns, uh, whatever. Kamzat. Yeah. So Burns is a plus two eighty underdog. Kamzat is minus three fifty. So basically similar to what yeah. Colby just was against um, this only, clown. Only the finish is going to be like even money. How about the fact that you and I were wrong that this fight actually did happen with. Uh, you were the Lazzadol one beating that over the head, Kobe. brother. Way. He said the same fucking yeah, thing. Nah, he didn't beat it over the head like you. Every other podcast no, you were I, telling I, me. It was I said, eh, I'll believe it when I see it, and I stopped. Tommy was like, nope. Not going to happen. I'm like, okay, fine. Not going to happen. And then it happened. Because so. it's happened so many times. I'm actually surprised. It's actually, when you're wrong, you're wrong, actually Tommy. One for one. They've, they've signed the fight once, and they fought. This fight oh, took Mazda place. with Leon Edwards? Masvidal's pullout game has been strong the past couple. He's got years. kids oh, though. He's got kids, so obviously not strong enough. Not strong enough. But man. hopefully this loser's purse helps him pay all the alimony and the child support that he owes. <laughs> so I mean that's that's a thing. So according to Colby, that's that sources have said Colby Covington has come out and said that. Whether that be banter or logistics, I don't I don't know. Who cares? All right. What else we got? MMA taking a break here and going to go into the wonderful world of pro wrestling. I think so. All right, let's so do that. That was. That was all we got for the MMA recap this weekend. Take it away. Right. Wait, hang on. What about uh, what about the star man getting his ass beat by Spivak? 
What the fuck are you talking You're about? You're heavyweight. You're heavyweight. Bro, you homie. So glad we one you, more time. What are you talking about? What the fuck? Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy, yeah. Oh, my homie Greg Hardy? Is that what you said? Star Man. Star Man. I'm thinking of the Star Man. Are you trying to refer to him as like a Dallas Cowboy member? Yeah. Star Man. You could have done better. Star Man. Good Lord. I told you before this show to get all your shitty jokes out before the show starts. I couldn't think of anything else. I wasn't going to even bring Greg Hardy up. I was hoping he did it. Why would I bring him up? He sucks. Yeah, like you were like, he couldn't wait too. We were like, I. Awkwardly took it to break, and then Tommy was like, "Wait, wait the star wait. man! Wait a minute! Didn't you, you put money on him? Ruined my awkward break, huh? Didn't you put money you on did him? I put money on him on to him. finish him. To, fi- to I, I wanted him to get the lucky punch, and and that, that, that was it. Dave was, was so mad, reluctantly admitting that he was like, "Yeah, I mean, well, whatever. I lost a couple. F- I, I won a decision on uh, Holland's fight. Won that one." So lost on Colby because I didn't bet against Colby. I bet Colby to knock him out, and that didn't happen. So whatever. That's it. I'm done. Starman. Did they Dork. ever check why Herb Dean said he looked at the replay? Oh, the yeah. Show? Remember that? I, I that know. was yeah. fucking they stupid. They never addressed it? They why? never really addressed it. I'm sure it was addressed in the press conference, but like it wasn't made note of in any articles that I read. And it wasn't definitely a headline. But I think that's something that needs to be addressed at least maybe on the future. Where it's like, what is the ruling on that? Are you allowed to dock a I mean, I guess you are. But I never, I've, I've maybe seen that once, but not where they're going to give like a stern warning and actually make it count because of something that he went. Usually and they back you at. know that they're going to the replay. Like that was like in between rounds. That's never happened like that before. That was weird. That's like a ref in the NFL looking up at the, the, the jumbo time. Like, yeah, oh, yeah like you, well, it was past the So, yeah, why not? You know? Yeah, we'll I agree it. 100%. Like, if you miss that in real time, it sucks. You could go say, hey, I saw that, you know, like that sucks. Yeah. See, now, if that was not pro, an official if warning, that was though. pro wrestling, everybody would be sitting there going, oh, shit, the fix is in. Yeah, exactly. Here comes the screw job. Somebody's or if it down. was the Atlanta Falcons and Calvin Ridley, then you'd be like, oh, shit, the fix is in. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, Hi. Right. And I will, I will just say, show. before we get off the MMA and, and I lose the floor, so to speak, um, <laughs> since we're on the Ridley thing, he just came out and said he does not have a gambling problem. First sign of a gambling problem. Is denial. You clearly have a gambling problem. Denial is not just a river in Africa. He he had a gambling problem and now he lost so much as a mental health problem. (laughs) Egypt's in Africa. You're good. Okay. You're good. It's fine. I'm the worst at geography. I'm like, oh, fuck. Is Egypt in Africa? Holy shit. All right. Let's take a real break. All right. right. When we come back, we got some AEW uh, revolution to talk about. Guys, behind every great sports fan is a spouse or a significant other that tirelessly puts up with us day in and day out, and sometimes they're even bigger fans than we are. At Chop Sports, we're all about helping all brands expand their business, and today we want to talk to you guys about a women's clothing company out of North Carolina called Lilac and Sage Boutique. Tell them, Dita. Lilac and Sage Boutique is a veteran-owned, LEL spouse-operated boutique based out of North Carolina. They were founded by those who serve. Their goal is to continue their service by providing affordable clothing to other hardworking women. They ship orders all over the world. They have all sorts of amazing styles, ranging from women's tops, rompers, to sundresses. I myself have already purchased way too many items, and I'm coming back for more. Guys, you have to act now, and at checkout, be sure to let them know you heard about them via Chop Sports by entering the code CHOP10 and get 10% off your purchase at checkout. Visit them online right now at www.lilacsageboutique.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Lilac Sage Boutique and join their mailing list like I did so I don't miss any of their new arrivals. You heard it from the producer herself, ladies and gentlemen. Check out lilacsageboutique.com. 
What's up, everybody? This is Dave Sturcio, co-owner of Chop Sports and, of course, the Chop Sports Podcast Network. And I'm here to remind you that each and every day, Monday through Friday at 11 o'clock Eastern, we're going live. That's right. It's the Chop Sports Daily live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. At around 1230, this becomes a podcast in which you can stream it on your favorite platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Each and every day, myself and Gooch go over the previous night's sports, a couple games to look forward to, and of course, we always spark a really great conversation. You can join the conversation by watching us on YouTube Live or download the podcast when that becomes available. That's every day. Check out the Chop Sports Daily. All right, welcome back, ladies and gents, to another episode of... Uh, Chop heads, combat sports. Not so easy, is not, it? It's not, and there's no reason why I say another episode because we're, it's the, still the same episode. But it's Dave Sturgeo, it's Chris Gucci, it is Rob. I'm saying Rob before Tommy D. How about that, huh? Choking so, on Skittles. You're just there. going in order. In I room. was. I was doing a round robin. But, uh, yeah, so we covered Colby Covington, which was great, a victory over over uh, that bum. And um, we're excited about that. But yesterday, are you all right over there? You need, like, uh, like uh what is that? The Chris Farley thing where wrong he's got the steak and he's like, pipe. All right. "No, I'm good." All right, so that was Skittles. You have to it, choose it Skittles. Skittle. Just you? had my sixth heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> 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 exactly. All right, so AEW goes down last night. I got to catch the replay today. Saw a lot of the memes uh, or the gifts have you on Twitter last night to spoil a lot of the stuff for me. But whatever. Like I knew I was going to watch it and catch up on it, which fine. Uh, but top to bottom, great show. Like, great show. AEW delivers again. Um, you know, they just continue to keep bringing talent. I saw they signed uh, uh, Shane Strickland. Uh, Swerve is in the house now, which, by the way, I've seen him live. I've, he's been on the cards that I've been on. Like, he's, he's that damn good. I've seen him in person. He's a great dude. So he signs. Then we see William Regal. So I guess from top to bottom, you know, if you start at the top, there's probably stuff I'll miss, but. The first they opened up with uh, Kingston and Jericho, and you didn't have so many nice words to say about Kingston. Kingston is that dude, bro. You cannot mess with Eddie Kingston. He is one of the I greatest. I totally th- thought you were going to say Kofi Kingston. Well, that's another guy, but different different organization. But Eddie Kingston is that dude, um, and I think that Jericho definitely brought the best out of him. Jericho somehow, it's like he's ageless, bro. Angels. Dude, it's a DDP yoga. It, it probably, yeah, you're right. That's one of the first times where I'm like, this dude is just amazing. He's so old. He's just, he's up there and he like, not that he carried him because that he, yeah, he didn't have to be carried. carried. Super he physical. carried him. Right, well, he carried him, but it was super physical. And you're like, whoa, Jericho can still go. Like he was. I just going. love Kingston on the mic, man. He, when he gets He'd a stick be a in great his manager. Hand, but as a re- I don't yeah. want to see that like dude with the shirt off. Really? We don't. Nobody it wants to see like you with your me. shirt off. It looks like me out there. Nobody's paying to see me shirtless with Chris fucking <laughs> Jericho. Are you yeah, fucking kidding right. me? I I think people would pay to see you almost pass out, just like I just did. <laughs> Take a breath, bro. You're gonna be all right. Um, well, but, Eddie Kings is not that far off, dude. I'm very happy that they they put Eddie over. You know, so Jericho's the kind of guy that will just like, yo, take it and run. Yeah, Jericho's like, about to go on tour with Fozzie. I was, yeah, that's what I was about to say. I also believe he didn't have really have the a choice. Why he put him over. He's God. getting a lot of heat on social media for not putting Santina, uh, Santana and Ortiz over. I think that was a real thing. I love think he Santana and Ortiz, too. I love by the way. him, too. But I think he really he had to do that, to be honest. I think the fans would have hated him. Great finish. Uh, the spinning back fist twice, you know, mm-hmm. flattens him, done so. 
Um, I do like that. Um, the ta- I think it's so amazing to see a 50-something-year-old Jericho still hit the lion's soul. Well, he overshot. Not that he overshot it. I don't think Eddie Kingston also moved over enough, but it was still though. Crazy. Still, I mean, the fact that, that he could do a backflip at his yeah. age is, is incredible. That, nuts. Um, but yeah, great, great way to start it off. Um, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, uh, they win their tag team match. With that, now I, I kind of skimmed through that one. It was good. That was that good. was that was the the Young Bucks and who else? Uh, the Young Bucks and. Uh, Bobby Fish. Bobby, yeah, I saw uh, Bobby Fish. The okay. Red Dragons. Yeah. Okay. So, and that was a what? A triple threat tag team yeah, title yeah, match? Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you something. If the Young Bucks, if they were two inches taller and 15 pounds heavier, they'd be the greatest. There'd be no question they're the greatest tag team ever. I'm they're glad they're phenomenal. not super kicking six year olds oh, in the middle so of the ring. So many good anymore. jokes that I can't <laughs> well, say. They're, they're good, dude. They're so, they're, they, they carry everything. They're goofy. They're phenomenal. Uh, this might, they're this goofy. might sound, this might sound. wrestlers, dude. Must, this, no, they're not. <sighs> This might sound old school of me. <laughs> this might sound too old school of me, but um, I can't stand i I can't stand that the super kick no longer was the finish anymore. Like Shawn Michaels made a career of kicking yes. people's heads off, and that was the finish. Now you can super kick somebody, and they'll no sell it. Right? Well, They're what just they did to DDT well, what, though the same thing. You know, I mean, when we get to the, to yeah, the last DDT match, still. How many, how many times did? Uh, Hangman super kick Adam Cole. Holy Look at the shit. chops. The chops are played too now too. That's all you saw the whole night were super kicks and chops the whole night. I it, guess it's for the realistic. They kept real, chopping. Realism. When are they going to bring back the surgery finisher? <laughs> the what? Like they had like the the Lex Luger had the, <laughs> took his pad off and he just drilled somebody with his steel steel reinforced. It's like finishers forearm. don't even matter anymore. Nah, that's very Titanium true. shin bone. So it's like Connor. Well, in any event, that tag match uh, was was good, from, was good from what I saw. I love uh, the what do they call Jurassic Team Jurassic uh, or Jurassic L- Lucha Express Jurassic that too Express, I don't know. Jurassic okay. Express or something. They're great. Uh, which, by the way, Chris, uh, the one guy Jungle Boy is Luke Perry's son, actual son, like Dylan from Nine Hundred Two One Zero. His son is Jungle Boy, which is I th- I found that funny. The kid has no charisma at all. No, but can wrestle. <laughs> Like, uh, like he's really good, but he has he's no a luchador. charisma. He's, he's not really no. a luchador. He's a tag team with a guy in a fucking dinosaur <laughs> mask. Why you need See, like you. Uh, all right. That's another gripe I have. Why? I don't know. It's the same thing with me too, man. But he's same, awesome. now, now have, you, have you been behind Sako? Because if you have gotten behind a Sako or a fucking dancing snake uh, genie or whatever these guys no, have done No, I was not head, behind the dancing snake. Then you could g- just let the wrestling... <laughs> wrestling snake explain this. Yeah. <laughs> that whole meme. Oh, Joey, what's his name? Oh, the- shit. No, but all right. So that, right, the mask, I don't really dig. Also, you, I love Sako, by the you way. Could just, <laughs> you could just make him maskless. Who, all right. Correct me because I, I don't know. Who was Excalibur before he was the commentator he, for arrest? Nobody. Absolutely. So now he's a commentator who wears a lucha mask. Yep. He annoys you too, right? <sighs> nobody so likes him. I don't, I don't know why. he like, they, Two years ago, Dave Meltzer picked him as the announcer of the year. This guy is well, no Meltzer's ba- a he has clown no So basically story. he's just doing a podcast Nothing. because you can't see him. It's I don't even, even know where him. he came from. I don't even know who he is. Like, I don't know if he's a former wrestler. I don't know. When Dude. we start going to video for the wrestling portion, I'm wearing a fucking loose. Got us hey, talking got about him. Like, He's got door. us talking about him. You never know. But yeah, so it's, it's funny because if you like pan to the 
the panel, right? It's Jim Ross, which you know who Jim Ross is. You know who Tony Schiavone is. And then you got this guy in a, in a fucking oh, lucha if you don't mask. think for one split second there's not going to be a great reveal, then it's not. And if they don't do that, no. if it's not somebody. That's not it. He's no. not anybody. No, he's not a lucha wrestler. So if he took his mask off, it's no big deal. How do you fucking know? You're all saying you don't even know who he no. is. How do you know he's not fucking Rey Mysterio? Because that's how we fucking know. We don't know who he is. <laughs> the point being is when he takes his mask off, it might be somebody that you don't, that, that you do Listen, know. if that happens, that would be the greatest turn in wrestling history. It would be, they had, actually. It'd be better than the Montreal screw job because literally nobody would. Wait, be, that's a wrestling thing? That's a real thing? What? Montreal screw job? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't know God. about that? I don't need to, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like I've heard that oh. expression. Yeah, it was a time. fall night in October of 1997. <laughs> <laughs> it was, we were in Canada. I was in uh, <laughs> I was in my buddy Billy's house watching this, and I oh, had yeah. no idea. I was a Sean oh, Michaels Billy fan. Boys. Anybody so when watching it, Peaky Blinders? So, oh, yeah, Jesus well, Christ. No, Billy, we all don't have VPNs. Somebody ruined it. It's on Netflix. It's on. If you have a VPN, it's on British Netflix. It's not. What are you talking about? I have no VPN. The new season I'm talking about. I'm telling you right now. No, it's I'm not. Watching it. I watched four Netflix. episodes last night. I'm telling you, you got a VPN. It's not on, it doesn't come on U.S. Netflix till like April 2nd. Everybody be patient. I'm waiting, too. I what can't watch anything is, with subtitles. Season, six six not for is me. the new ones. You're on five. That's oh. even like the comedians, oh, too. I'm way behind. <laughs> the comedians, I'm just like, they're like, <laughs> so I was walking around so the street before. I was like, oh, God. It's almost like listening to wrestling commentary. There's two separate conversations going on on the podcast. There is actually... Two separate conversations happening right now. So yes. and it, it's like the Joe Rogan show. Let's right. bring it all back. All right, bring, bring it back. back. So, bring it back. Peaky Blinders, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Who cares? Peaky Blinders is not what we're talking about here. We are talking about how about the brass ring ladder match, which was phenomenal. I love all the bumps in a ladder match. There was a couple guys in a ladder match that had plenty of experience in a ladder match. Keith Lee Cri- is a big man. Christians was in there. Keith Lee. Ladder, by the way. I don't like Ricky Stark so much. Fucking just wait until this dinosaur takes his mask off and it's a fucking <laughs> real luchador wrestler. <laughs> now, the dinosaur guy used to be in WWE and didn't make it. I don't remember what his gimmick was. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what his gimmick was. I love that the dinosaur guy. and all that stuff. No I don't shit. remember. It. And I, he wasn't in NXT. Well, no, he was his like gimmick was that like, he's a fucking dinosaur. So he might have just been a jobber because I don't think, I, I'm like. How do you make a guy that big a jobber? I don't know. And he's good too. It's not like. But there's no more jobbers. How did you make the, how did you make know, the Brooklyn Brawler a jobber? I mean, come on. Jobber. I feel like I'm sitting, sitting across from him right now. You are. Why? Because yeah. you can hear him breathing? <laughs> he is. Like, you look exactly oh. like the Brooklyn Brawler to me. Like, I just need the Yankee shirt with the hole in it. You oh, need, like, a feeler, a feeler out. So who else is it? Oh, yeah, Keith Lee, big dude. He gained a lot of weight, he, but he yeah, still he, moves the same He's still, got, he's, he's, he's still he's, flying around. Bro, I t- this powerhouse Hobbs guy is, like, makes Big E look yeah, literally. He's a, he's a big That's dude. That's a big mother effer, man. He's on Team Taz or no? Yeah, he's he Taz. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Him and Ricky Starks are on yeah. Team Taz. Yeah, okay. So they both could. They had now, the odds. The odds, yeah. Wardlow, that's going to set up something really good because I don't know. I mean, we'll get into the dog collar match in a second, but it, the writing's on the wall of Wardlow churning on uh, on MJF at some point. Yeah, well, like, yeah I mean, I mean it's like the Kevin Nash and, and Shawn Michaels. Is it uh, on the Diesel. wall or is it in the script? <sighs> Damn. He's just, he just ruins everything. Um, but anyway, that match was incredible. <laughs> I, I do like the fact that Wardlow went over. I think it's time it for a push the, for that right guy. Choice. Yeah, I think the, the, the spots were great. You know, he pushed the two mamma jammas over to a table. But can we agree that Tony Khan just loves smashing shit in Vince McMahon's face? The grabbing the brass ring. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was definitely like, a play. Come on. It's, get, it's getting to the point to where they just have to 
forget all about that and just move on with the show. Like, just, let's be, well, let's be our own compete. thing. And yeah, and stop, like, don't I worry about that. Dave. That's all they do. I man. want them to have a Monday night show. No, me too. Mm. So it gets interesting. Have, you know have, what you I guys, mean? have you guys spoken since the Vince McMahon, Pat McAfee interview? No, no, we have not. That's another. Like that was such a great interview. Like I was saying to Dave before, like when I first got here, AEW put this pay per view on like it had to be a hit. There was no complacency whatsoever. We got WrestleMania, but the brass ring thing to me is kind of like, all right, you've done it already. You've taken the jab at Vince McMahon. Stop now, because eventually it's going to start going down that WCW path where no, because none none of these guys are going to be like in creative. Like like Luchasaurus guy is not going to be in the creative meeting saying like I think I should win every match That's for another. That's why Cody left right now is what they're saying. Is what he was out of creative. He wanted to be well. He's a VP just like all of them are now, and he was in the booking. Him and Tony Khan saw different things. Him and Omega like, what the saw fuck different. Does Tony Khan know? Oh, he's got money though. And look, Bro. he just he just paid forty million dollars for Ring of Honor. Vince bought WCW for a million and got everything. This guy <laughs> bought forty million dollars for Ring of Honor for what? I guess the, the videos and like the, the video library. Bro, that's what we have YouTube for. He, I don't need to watch it from him. I'll just go on YouTube. Doesn't Ring it. of Honor have an app? I don't know. Well, I think they have an apparently app. he's going to be booking matches now that's for Ring of Honor. I hope so. I, I mean, it needs competition is good for anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's they, but they just need so basically to, what he's doing is almost the same play that WWE did with WCW back in the day. Yeah, he's but at the time Ring of Honor. But the problem, the difference is WCW had active wrestlers yeah, wrestling. Yeah, and our Ring of Honor was dead and debunked and uh, was just sitting there with guys under contract with no shows or no nothing. And Khan's bringing it back to life. It's more. It's more of like what the WWE did with ECW when they tried to have ECW oh, that was and so WWE. Brutal. When they fucking just destroyed what oh, ECW was. That was just That's kind of like what rough. they're doing with Ring of Honor. Hmm. But like what they're doing, like I feel like what you just talked about was almost by design to destroy a company. And in this case, the company's already destroyed. So why buy it to redestroy it? Oh, this is definitely a, a play. This is a play right for for media. This is a play oh, yes. for merchandise. This is a play for that's their play. Like and, that know, they're Ring bringing of Honor it had a very so big if there's fan, a forty million very, dollar very if, there's, if there's a forty one million dollar nut to be had off that forty million dollar purchase. Well, then let's it makes not sense. say that Tony Khan right. didn't overpay. He's a wrestling fan like us. With daddy's checkbook of unlimited money. And honestly, he's got soccer clubs. He's got a football team. Yeah. He's So the money he's moving the Jacks to London yeah. <laughs> eventually. Well, supposedly, they're in talks with HBO Max. To Holy shit. AEW on HBO Max. That's what that's they're dude. They're just and if that happens, that's that's like well, Vince is on Peacock, so I mean, he he's on, on a streaming Peacock. service no, yes, where he doesn't have to do anything anymore. Mm-hmm. When he yeah, launched that network, diff- I guarantee you, just like us at Chop Sports, it's like we're launching Chop Sports. We've been in business for a year, but in year five, if somebody doesn't come knocking, you will be upset. We want somebody to come say like, we yeah, want Chop course, Sports on of course Netflix honestly, or some shit. Honestly, no at his what. age, at his age, he could have gone a million different ways with it, and he probably could have made a lot more money by by doing something exclusive and. And kind of still doing big pay-per-views, but at the end of the day, it takes a lot of the bullshit off your plate when you get to sell to a big company like mm-hmm. that and take all of the that out, and then you just give me my check. It's just content, you know. Just now you just put check. on the content. That's it. And you have the the ability to be uncut. Don't have to worry about pay-per-views anymore. Whereas you have WWE on the Peacock app. Half of the Attitude Era is fucking bleeped out or taken out. And honestly, the pay-per-view model in in. In, I think in pro wrestling has gone south 
in a major way. Oh, yeah, Vince way. killed that when yeah, he had the Because the it's just there's too many events going on that you're better off doing a monthly subscription because you'll never get people to buy all your pay-per-views because there's one a month. Whereas in if you pay $10, maybe $20 a month, or you get like a discounted rate, which is, I'm sure, what they do, right? It's five. Five a month? Five bucks Peacock, a month. You get everything. Four ninety nine. Yeah, Unbelievable. Get everything. Bro, but, they, but here's the thing. They were nine ninety nine by yeah. themselves as the WWE Network. They got bought by, by, by oh, Peacock. So that's why, because, yeah. Yeah, so now they don't have to do anything, really. I mean, just put out the content. Have the shows, you know. Peacock will be right. too. I'll tell you this, too. Nobody's, nobody has Peacock unless you're a wrestling fan, because I don't. I don't know anybody. You know what I mean? Like, people solely get Peacock. It's NBC. So if you like The oh, Office and shit, yeah, that, that's where that's at. But if you like The Office, you have Netflix. No, you it's know? off Netflix now. It's on Peacock. It's on Peacock, yeah. Wow. They See, that, that's what monopolized Pe- it. Peacock definitely took. So they took their only they, two moneymakers. But they also put football on there, too. Football, all the Real Housewives are on Peacock. All that stuff's on there. Fair. I'm telling you. Anyway. So anything that's ever been on NBC... Yeah, that's what I, I just think, said, yeah. I think, cheers. Yeah, but I don't Anything, give a fuck about half that I shit. Cheers. Chris is like, I live the cheers lifestyle of the bartending. I don't need to watch it on my TV. From that, that, that's not at all. It. That's, nope. Don't like Ted Danson. Don't like you. Don't like fucking Boston. <laughs> so, all right. So the dog collar match. <laughs> okay. Uh, was bloody, to say the least. A little blood ski <laughs> on that one. A lot of color. Um I love the finish. I, I think that's, this is the Wardlow turn, uh, ward turn that we are kind of seeing um i said warlord i thought we were back to 1993 uh do you know that we had a warlord full nelson challenge at one of my wrestling events come on he came down there and just literally knocked full nelson's up people and see if people could break it <laughs> straight up the warlord challenge it was it's fantastic nice. um but anyway so wardlow uh basically turns right then and there leaves the little diamond ring there smacks him up game over um I don't know if that feud's over or not. You would assume that now Wardlow and MJF are going to do a little something right now, uh, unless they have something other planned from Punk, because uh, truth be told... Uh, He's going to take some time off after that. I, yeah, I was going to say, truth be told, I, I don't really... Punk doesn't do it for me anymore. He just he, I don't think he ever has since the pipe bomb. When that pipe bomb era, like right around there... Talk about CM Punk. Yeah. What about him? Why, what's wrong? No, he's, he's... I just can't... You have to him. watch the match, because honestly... And I texted him that. I don't give CM Punk credit for anything. You know that. You know I can't fucking stand him. But that match last night, when you do a gimmick match like that. I'm just confused. He's back in wrestling? Yes. Wow. A a match like a dog (laughs) collar match, like a big gimmick match like that. Fuck you mean wow. We've talked about it how many times? You've been in the room. (laughs) You see what I'm doing right now? I'm eating Skittles, bro. Anyway. Anyway. Go ahead. A gimmick, it has to be done right because you remember the dog collar match between Roddy Piper and and Valentine. That was the blueprint of how that match had to be done. You can't bullshit a match like that. Mm-hmm. You can't gimmick a chain because it'll end up breaking. They were using a real chain and were whipping the living shit out of each other last night. At one point, uh, CM Punk's back was black and purple because MJF fucking whacked him with it there's been a couple times that I, and i i've talked to a couple of my guys over uh in wrestle pro uh we're debating to to find out if mjf really like gate like nicked him up with that with the uh with the punch a couple weeks back where he busted him up well that's where he busted him open last night so it's like it's just i don't know man maybe mm, I don't know. you know he had a stone cold steve austin moment where he was put in a submission and 
the blood. That's exactly what I thought. I'm like, that's exactly what he wants to is that that Steve Austin moment. Yeah. Every time somebody bleeds in AEW, we could sit here and talk about it. Uh, Britt Baker. This is twice now with uh, Punk. The way they are cutting themselves or getting colors, it's crazy. It's like it's out of hand. A little bit too much blood, I think. Sometimes. I think so too. Yeah, like, I think that, so too. You, WWE would have a heart you, attack. You can't if that happened. sell that to kids. And look, at the end of the day, like I said, it's all about making money, right? And it's just you know that's you can sell too it to? much. HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when You're it's not on wrong. H- when it's on HBO Max, it's not a problem. That's why I, I think everywhere is going to go to. Well, if it's on a pay per view, it's not a problem either. Now, if that was on TNT, I get what you're saying. But TBS. they've done it on TV, TNT before. I mean, when yeah, he, when they gave they him power last last time, when he got nicked TNT. up, yeah, by, yeah, it was yeah. on TNT, yeah. So, so anyway, that match delivered. Nah, it was a good match. Oh my god, physical. it was it, like I said. It's I don't like to give CM Punk credit, but one person can't carry a match like that. The both of them did absolutely amazing. I'm interested to see where they both kind of go from here, but I think you see Punk take some time off now. Okay, we'll see. Um, let's see here. What else do I got written down? Danielson and uh, Moxley. Fantastic. Uh, great match. Uh, ending was awesome, considering what just happened. You know, William Regal signs with AEW. Looks like he's going to be, I guess, the head man of a, of a stable, possibly. Well, Is that what we're talking about here? So, they, if you notice, they kept bringing up, like, Code of Honor. They met it 100 times with the whole Ring of Honor thing, too. So, the, And that's where they shook hands at the end of the match is – that's where they're going to go to is they're going to be like so vicious and they're going to go by an honor code. You know what I mean? And that's where ring of honor kind of started that mm-hmm. way too. Whereas those, that that's how that was, that promotion was bought up like that. So I guess that's where they're going to go. I like it. Cause they're saying it's going to be like uh, kind of like an NXT for developmental developmental. And that's what they need. A lot of these guys are, didn't I text you that? What? When, uh, when you had said to me, Tony Khan bought ring of honor, I said, I hope they make it like a feeder Pro, or a they could. That's what they're saying. And now those, a lot of those guys, listen, you got to understand, those guys aren't didn't go through WWE system in NXT. They went from wrestling in front of, you know it is, you wrestle in front of five fans or ten fans or mm-hmm. maybe 20 fans. Right. And now they're going in front of not a lot. I guess it's not WWE 10,000, but it's still 5,000 people. They got to learn how to, you mm-hmm. know, wrestle yeah, in front no, of I'm with people. It. I'm with it. Good I'm, for them. I'm with a feeder. That That's definitely, yeah. definitely a thing. Um, so, yeah, that match was very good. Uh, also, the six-man tag, uh, <laughs> Sting has defied all age. <laughs> like, my God. That, I said to you in the other room, I was like, that's like my dad saying, I'm going to go jump off a balcony. I like, couldn't believe he did it. 60-plus years old man jumping off a balcony through a couple tables. Like, are you out of your mind, Sting? Like, eight Tony Khan must have been like, yo, desperate. here's a blank check. Yeah, but eight years ago, he almost wasn't allowed to wrestle anymore because of the what he had with his neck, and it was just like, oh, my God, you know, mm-hmm. Sting's done after, what, two matches in WWE? And there he is, jumping off a balcony like he's New Jack through a table. That was a New Jack-esque dive. Yeah, I like that, and that's I a good reference. I just like, I hope they got good insurance. Yeah, right. Why? 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 want to do that? Even Sammy's bump. Sammy's was Sammy's, worse. Sammy's, oh, yeah. dude, yeah, if you overshot bad. that, you're off the stage. You're, you're dead. You're actually dead. So the fact that they had to, like, jump right, like, they had to, like, do it directly down and time that perfectly. Because if not, bro, that could have been bad you think news. Sammy Guevara is uh, Steve-O's illegitimate son? I asked Dave this. Look at Sammy Guevara's face <laughs> I can't and look it. at steve he's, he's the one, like, one of the one guys over there I do not like. I, like I love Sammy Guevara. I don't know why he's still wearing two belts. I don't get it. Because he's I Sammy just, Guevara? Like, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't, I don't get his gimmick. I don't get him. I don't know. But it was insane. 
Um, great match again. Uh, I do that match. I felt like it was a UFC pay per view. I was watching that. It was like quarter to twelve, and I was like, I got to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. There's no way I'm staying up yeah. for this last match. So you guys shed some light on the last match because I missed it. Like I, I, I skimmed through it before in the other office, but it was better than Hangman I Page. We're talking about Hangman Page defending this belt yeah, it, against um, Adam Cole. Adam, Adam Cole. It was better than I thought it was going to be, but. I felt bad for everybody after the dog collar match. Like, it was hard. You, you're not going to top that. So then they put, you know, Dr. Britt fucking Baker and Thunder Rosa. That stunk. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it was hard to follow the Danielson and... Uh, and then you and follow 75-year-old Sting jumping off a balcony with... Hangman Adam Page and Adam Cole, but you know what? They delivered. It was a great finish. I, I liked how the, what was the finish? Nine hundred <laughs> super kicks. And I'm not lying. <laughs> now nah, Cole, you know how he does his finisher where he takes his kneecap down and he goes to the ring, whatever his finisher is called, and he hits you with it. So he did it, but he didn't take his knee pad down. So they took it as if he didn't hit uh, Page hard enough, and he went to do it again and. Uh, Page went out and did the buckshot and took him out. Nice. But before that, uh, but clean though, right? Not clean. clean. Yeah, oh no, it was clean. clean. That's why I was like, that's why I'm like, where are they going to go from here? Because if you, uh, when Britt Baker came out, she had a new belt, so you assume she wasn't losing. So and that like, was a dust. I'm like, finish. is this where they go to Cole now and take it away from Page to to put AW on a different platform? I guess I don't know. So now you got to see where they go from here. What, what are you going to do? Do you send? But I'm not kidding. At one point, Cole's arm was stuck in the rope. And he just kept getting super kicked. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it. it was just. I'll definitely, I'll definitely go back other. and watch it. But no, nah, it was good. Did so, you watch the, the thing on the buy-in, the House of Black and uh, Penta and? Uh, I missed that. What's the buy-in? That YouTube? Match. No, so yeah, it was like the free matches, like WWE's free okay, matches. Okay. So it was the House of Black. It's Malachi Black, mm -hmm, uh, Brody mm -hmm. King, and uh, who else? Pack, right? Or no, buddy, buddy Matthews against uh, Penta, Pack. And Eric Rowan, the, oh yeah, uh, beard, bro. That dude moved f crazy. Watch that match. So he was being held Super back, held back in WWE. Oh my, a hundred percent. They're yeah. gonna push this dude to take what Brody King was, what, what Brody Lee was supposed to be. Watch, watch how he wrestled. You're gonna be like, what? Where was this? What's going on here? Excited, flying around like Keith Lee, like Keith Lee wrestling, big guy. Yeah, it was crazy. I like House of Blood. Their their entrance is pretty damn cool. They have a lot of good gimmicks over there. They just gotta do something with them. So whoever's writing the matches are just not good enough. They need like a, like obviously not Pat Patterson, but they need somebody in that position who, whether it's Shame Helms or Scotty Suhati, they need somebody back there right. that's gonna put the matches pieces together. Yeah. you know what I mean. Well, that's you know? one of my gripes with WWE, and I was talking to to Chris about this um, when we were in the room the other night. So Friday night on Smack, did you watch SmackDown Friday night? I saw talking to me with no. <laughs> You said you were talking to Chris. Oh, Chris Payne. Oh, oh, Payne. Officer. <laughs> Officer Chris, yeah. I hate that Dobby Allen. Um, <laughs> when Rhonda closed out with, uh, what the fuck's her name? The, Charlotte? No, not, no. Uh, DeVille. Oh, Sonny DeVille, yeah. So as Rhonda's coming out, she's got the knee brace on because they went after her knee, right? So they're building that gimmick of a bad leg. The match starts out, Charlotte distracts Ronda, Sonya Deville goes for the leg. The entire rest of the match, she didn't touch her fucking leg once. She's working the neck. She's trying to work her back. I'm like, what are you doing? You just spent the entire time telling a story about 
hurting her knee, trying to keep her softened up for Charlotte for WrestleMania. You're not going after the knee the entire rest of the match. You were a wrestler. Is yeah. that the writing in the back? No, that's 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 the performer. So, so then yeah, so work the, the leg. The performer doesn't okay. know how to tell a fucking story. Work the leg. Then work the leg. Like that's it. That you should be doing. You're not, not supposed to just change it on the fly. And, and they just change it on the fly. It's just it's unless awful. unless there was a legitimate injury. That's why they would stop that. Yeah, no, just I just oh, think that whatever. girl's just dumb. In any event, that's AEW Revolution. That was that talk. Uh, it's been very long here. We're going long here, but um, yeah. So big weekend comes and goes. Uh, watch Raw tonight. We'll see what happens on Raw as we're on the road to WrestleMania. They did have. Uh, Brock Lesnar get his ass kicked at Madison Whoa. Square Garden. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, so at the, at the Garden, he was left bloody. Um, Just went on the dudesgourmet.com website. I'm definitely going to get me a dude package. <laughs> go, I feel like I'm heading down that path. All right, man. all right, do that, do that. Yeah, man, we got dude all the dude stuff. Some... So, yeah, we want to thank Dudes Gourmet and, of course, the Feel Good Factory coming on as sponsors for the Chop heads combat sports podcast uh this has been another episode and uh yeah i mean we'll we'll see how this week plays out anything you want to plug there uh there tommy everybody head over to www.fightbookmma.com for all of your ufc and pro wrestling news and also check out sitting ringside every thursday night on uh fightbook mma's facebook page and youtube channel okay rob you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at I am Rob Bohannon. TikTok. Uh, yeah, I got over a thousand followers. Okay. So okay. You know, Start wearing some chop sports shit on your man, videos, listen, bro. I'm, I'm Let's go. To tell you, man, I'm <laughs> over a thousand. I can go. I can officially go live now on TikTok. There we go. So, uh, now we're talking here. So Rob's trying to get his social media presence through TikTok. Like, we no, have hey. none. So we have none. So we're about a, to just give you the <laughs> Chop Sports welcome, TikTok, and you can just take over. Me. I thought that was supposed to go to your uh, nephew. Oh, yeah. He's such a hard worker, my nephew. He's done a total of zero fucking things for me. That's so, great. Great job, right. Aiden. I appreciate you. But I will plug us. <laughs> there right? you go. Head on over to the Chop Sports Media YouTube page and follow us, bro. Subscribe. Give us a follow on all our socials, Chop Sports Media but more importantly, the YouTube, because we are working towards our 1,000 subscribers so we could get some money for these videos we'd be putting yes, out. Yes, sir. And, um, yeah, come along for the ride Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, so if you're on the West Coast, wake up early. Have your cup of coffee with Chop Sports. So for Dave, Chris, Rob, and Tommy, this has been another episode of the Chop Heads Combat Sports Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. The low We're the man. B-show stoppers here. The low man on the totem pole, Tommy. 